and thanks for joining me again on the Do Divorce Right podcast. Uh, This episode is going to be about the stories we tell ourselves. It's an episode um, that is an invitation for reflection and perhaps an audit of your thinking. I want you to think about the stories that you tell yourself and examine them a little bit more closely to decide whether they're worth holding on to or not. I was coaching someone recently and she had convinced herself that you can't have it all, that she couldn't have it all. Look, I think that's fair and, you know, we can we can unpack that another time. But just the statement itself, she was so convinced that I, you know, it's not possible to be successful in multiple areas at the same time. So it was worth exploring that. It was worth digging deeper to find out exactly how that might have been holding her back. This idea, this story she told herself that it's just not possible to have it all. She had decided that she couldn't balance her career ambition with being a good friend and a good daughter. She felt that she had to choose one and whichever one she chose meant that the other would lose. So in focusing on work for a few months in order to earn a promotion or to do really well on a project she was working on, she convinced herself that would make her a very bad friend and an awful daughter to her family. So we talked it through, we examined this, we, we looked under, under the hood and around the edges and into the shadows. And I asked her, you know, among all of these questions, I asked her, well, how would you feel if one of your friends needed um, to do the same? What if she was working on a really big project at work um, and really needed to dedicate some extra time to that? Would that friendship mean less to you if that was her focus at the time? And of course, the answer was no. Uh, she'd be very happy for her friends. She'd be very supportive. Friendships are not about, you know, a dedicated amount of time every day, week or month. So she could see already that there was some untruth in the idea that either her career or her friendship would lose. Then I asked her about when, when one of her children is really needing to bunker down and focus on schoolwork to get through a tricky assignment. Um, and let's say it's a group assignment. She, the, her daughter needs to be at school to work on this project. Does that make her a bad family member? Does it make the daughter a bad family member because she's not around as much as she would normally be? And of course, my client's saying, no, that's absolutely not. You know, she's very supportive of her daughter. She wants her to do well. That does not make her a bad family member. So again, she's seeing almost the ridiculousness in the idea that you you would lose in one area by choosing success in another. So we went a little bit deeper again. We wanted to find out where this idea of being a bad daughter was coming from and whose story is this that you have to be one or the other. You have to be choosing to do one in, well in one area and the other will lose out. And of course, it wasn't about her at all. The story that she developed had come from her stepmother when she was much, much younger. It was a hurtful comment that the stepmother had said in a heated moment, but it had stuck with my client all through adolescence, into adulthood, into raising her own children. And it made her feel that she couldn't possibly be both a good daughter and have an ambitious career. Let's not even worry about unpacking what the reality was for the stepmother or you know, going to an, an area of forgiveness around that. 
let's just focus on this story and how unhelpful it was for my client to be holding on to that. It was such a beautiful epiphany for her to understand that the story didn't need to be be her own truth, right? She didn't need to hold on to this story that she'd developed in childhood and taken with her over these years. She didn't need to hold on to it and she didn't need to live by it any longer. So I wonder where you're holding on to stories that are not your own. Where is there a a law that you're living your life by, a, a belief, a story that you're holding on to that actually you didn't create for yourself. It was something that's come into your life and you've adopted it and not bothered examining it and rejecting it. An example for me is that in the past, I believed that I couldn't possibly earn more than my ex-husband earned when we were together. Honestly, our salaries were very, very similar, but he was always earning that bit extra or had, you know, extra um, um, elements in the package, such as schooling for the kids, that kind of thing. So I fundamentally believed I could never earn that amount of money. It's The story felt so true to me that I began to even see, um, you know, I've been able to see upon reflection, where I self-sabotaged in order to make that story be true. I created an income plateau for myself that was just below his then salary, and I wouldn't ask for a pay rise. I wouldn't take on new clients. I wouldn't look for additional projects because I didn't believe that I deserved any more than that. I didn't believe that I deserved to earn more than what he earned then. Thankfully, I've done the work and now I easily earn more than double what he was earning then. And I feel totally comfortable with earning more and more and teaching others how to get out of their own way to do the same. So that story held me back for a period of time. I noticed it. I examined it. I tore it to pieces and I went on to um, get rid of that story. So what stories are holding you back? Are you telling yourself a story that you can't be single and happy? Are you telling yourself that you can't be a good mum if you're only parenting part-time? Are you telling yourself that you can't juggle a great career and single parenting? This week, I'd like you to have an audit of your stories and beliefs. Write them down as they occur to you. Put a little note in your um, notes app on your phone, just as they occur to you. Oh, that's that's a story I believe that to be true. Send me a DM on Instagram and share them with me. Let's get these stories out into the light and let's shine some light on them and blow them up. What stories have you already rewritten? How are you proving to yourself that old stories don't hold true for you anymore? Let's see these stories for what they are. They are a false narrative that is holding us back. Let's blow them up. Let's shed some light on them because, you know, what lives in the shadow, the only thing that can get rid of that is light. So let's shine some light on these and help them disappear. And I really can't wait to hear what stories you have to share. If you need help in changing these narratives, let me know. I'd happy, uh, you know, I'd be happy to do another episode, a follow-up episode on this, but the first step is always in noticing them. So this is really the hardest bit. In being aware of stories that are not your own, that are not helpful and are holding you back, um, that is the first step, that awareness piece. So 
Again, this episode is an invitation for reflection and an audit of your stories. And until next week, I am sending so much love your way. Talk to you soon. Becca. Thanks for listening. I hope you took something of value out of this episode. I'm your host, Becca Maxwell, and you can find me on the web at dodivorceright.com or on Instagram at dodivorceright. I look forward to connecting with you there.